Chief Digital Officer of Digital Ops, a division of RB Oppenheim Associates. Glad you could join me today. So today we're going to talk about um, what the heck is OTT? Are you down with OTT? Hi. Sorry, that just reminded me of that song. So OTT is stands for over the top. Um, a device or service which is used to stream digital content to any device, whether it's a TV, a tablet, a laptop, or a phone. Um, you might think of these as Apple TV, Amazon Fire TV, Chromecast, Roku, Amazon Fire Stick, uh, just a smart TV. Uh, it also includes gaming consoles like uh, Xbox or uh, PlayStation 4, or maybe an internet-based uh, internet Blu-ray player. So those are the kinds of devices that essentially allow for streaming digital content. Um, so now that we kind of have at least the, the foundation there, sort of what we're talking about, um, how does that fit into our digital marketing plan as a business? Um, well, first of all, I think it's important to understand who streams um, shows and, and content and watches digital content. So our good few, uh, our good friends at Pew Research report that 61% of Americans age 18 to 29 watch via streaming, while only 31% of those watch via cable or satellite subscription, and only 5% report watching via TV or antenna. When you compare that with age groups 30 to 49 years old, 37% of those uh, watch or stream content uh, via uh, streaming devices, stream, stream content. Uh, compared to 52%, which actually watch via cable or satellite, and 7% with TV or antenna. And then sort of our last grouping is that 50 to 64, only 10% stream, where 70% access and consume content via cable or satellite, and 15% actually watch on uh, a TV or antenna. So, wow, I, I don't know if that surprises you, but um, especially in the 61% um, of 18 to 29-year-olds um, consume their content via a streaming service and followed by 37% of that 30 to 49-year-old age group. So that's who's streaming content and how they're consuming it. And obviously those numbers have changed um, you know, in just the last 12 months, um, the reports are that the number of streaming devices from 2016 to 2017 uh, grew by 63%. Uh, and that number is expected to, to significantly increase when the reports come out at the end of 2018. Um, because at the end of the day, um, we're hearing a lot of people talking about cutting the cord um, or they are trimming the cord. You know, they're cutting back services and, and, and signing up for 
um, you know, streaming services like Netflix and Hulu and, um, you know, some of the other uh, streaming services. Because at the end of the day, here we are in 2018. And guess what, guys? We want what we want, when we want it, how we want it. And that's how we're going to consume content. And so as society, we are going to continue through our demand of watching content, how we want it, the way we want it. Um, and, and we're going to push the envelope, guys. We're not going backwards. We're not going to all of a sudden decide this is crap. Let's go back and start listening to the radio. Um, or let's, you know, forget all this nonsense. Let's let's all go back and join, you know, the cable um, TV. No, uh, we're not going back. So, um, again, we need to think about, OK, as, as a marketing option and as advertising, how are these ads delivered? So, first of all, what's happened happening is um, the audience is actually created by the platforms based on subscription data. So when I set up my Roku account, then you know I'm putting in my name, my address, I'm putting in my credit card information for billing, boom. So all of that information is recorded. Um, and so that would include, that, that would be considered first party data information because if it's Roku, for example, my subscription is with them. Um, which, by the way, they currently have one third of the total uh, OTT uh, content inventory, um, which still is a significant market share when you consider it's one platform compared to the rest of the industry, but something to consider. Um, and then that could be, uh, that is combined with third party information, which means me, the actual user, and what I watch and the shows that I watch. And so that audience is then created. So then the advertiser says, okay, here's the audience that we want. We're looking for males who are 30 to 49 years old, who um, have X amount of income and who are uh, live in this particular area. Again, because when I created my account, I had to put in my billing information. Uh, so that kind of gave them an idea of where I live as well as the IP address of my device. Uh, so all that information is matched. Now, once that's matched, then the ads are pushed, downloaded and buffered to the device, which means they're ready to roll. Um, and then they are actually displayed via that OTT platform before the user watches their content. So I go to hit the show and that little information pulls up. Here's the thing. Now, right now, these um, you know ads are being served to basically free uh, programs that are accessible on some of these platforms where you have uh, premium services like Netflix, which are not being necessarily affected right away, but can be, um, you know, triggered. So don't, I wouldn't be surprised if, if there's like multiple platforms of Netflix. I hope not, but we could go there and, and one day you pay, you know, X amount for no ads, and then you pay another fee for some ads, you know, and it's, again, it's all going to be based on economics. Um, anyway, that's just my guess. Um, here's the thing with reporting. Um, phones ringing off the hook. People want to know about OTT. I know, I get it. Um, so reporting. So now we're talking about, you're, you're getting information about the ad exposure. You're getting about um, you know, after the campaign roll, rolls, so that data would include your first party data information as well as the third party. So who watched your um, ad, who saw your ad, what show were they about to watch? And you kind of get a connected piece there. So what are the challenges 
of OTT. I think right now it's not as regulated as um, it is because it's in its infancy. So we don't have cookies. We don't have a lot of tracking information. It's very hard to do clicks because uh, I can't click something if I'm on my TV, my, my large screen. Um, the devices are closed, um, you know, meaning that it's proprietary data, so it's hard to click on things. There's some measurement discrepancies, so we're definitely in some early stages. So how can brands prepare for and be ready to um, take advantage of OTT and having ads that, that fit and, and that their audiences will you know, respond favorably to? And I think it really boils down to this. Here's how to be ready. Tell your story in 15 seconds, 30 seconds, 60 seconds. Connect with the emotions of your audience and how they respond to your product, service, or industry. And then also think about how they're responding to those shows, the shows that they're watching. So that's what we're talking about today. Keep in mind OTT, um, it's definitely a ad platform that should be part of your overall digital marketing mix and how to be ready is how to connect with your audience. Um, make sure you connect with their emotions and how they think and feel about your product and your industry and tell your story in 15 seconds, 30 seconds or 60 seconds. And that's my tip for today. My name is Michael Wynn. I'm the Chief Digital Officer at Digital Ops, a division of RB Oppenheim Associates. Thanks for tuning in today, and we'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day.